The world that we live in is dynamic and is changing rapidly. And one might wonder, what are some of the most essential skills you need to succeed in today's fast-paced world? Stay tuned as we go deeper into this subject. Welcome to the Zista podcast, where we invite industry professionals and academicians to answer questions that students have within a specific subject. Today, we're going to be focusing on skills. Skills that you need to succeed in today's world. And joining us is Dabal Thanki. Dabal has over 18 years of experience in the tech, SaaS, analytics and digital domain. He's worked with large enterprises, startups, and he's currently the executive vice president at Loginext the world's leading logistics automation SaaS platform. Let's go straight into the session. Hi, Dabal. Welcome back to the Zista podcast. We're delighted that you could join us again. Pleasure being here, Amit. Today, I want to talk to you about something really important. The world that we live in is changing rapidly and students are probably wondering, what are some of the most essential skills I need to actually succeed? That's a great question. Something that I am deeply uh, passionate about as well. Like, how do we skill people in the right way, right? Because uh, I think as a species uh, on this planet, you know, over a period of time, we've been acquiring different kinds of skill sets depending on the age that 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 we live in, and depending on the dynamics of the environment around us. And and then those skills have been instrumental in helping us evolve, right? And knowingly or unknowingly, some skills have emerged over a period of time as being essential skills. And it's not a question of uh, living in denial and saying, hey, I'm good at A, but I'm not good at B, and I'm not good at C, but I'm good at D. When you know that, okay, B and C are essential skills. So it's not about saying that I'm not good at B and C. I got to start improving on B and C because they are necessary for me to evolve as a, as a person in my career, in my life, in general, uh, if you look at it, right? So what could they be, right? Uh, okay, again... There are no definitive answers here, but there are answers that can give us all a little bit of uh, direction on, on, on how we could look at it from our own sure. perspectives. Right? Sure. So the one skill that really stands out for me is uh, ability to communicate effectively, you know, communication skills, as simple as that. And this is one skill that has stood the test of time, historically as well as today. What makes us the top of the food chain species today as human beings, right? Are we the smartest people on the planet? Are we the smartest species on the planet? No. Gorillas are more intelligent than humans. If you teach a gorilla and a human the same thing, gorilla will pick it up faster. So we're not the most intelligent. Are we the strongest? Of course not. There are many animals who are stronger than us who can beat us any given point in time and, and uh, on any given day. So we're not the smartest. We're not the most intelligent, we're not the strongest, right? But what is it that makes us the top of the food chain species? Why do we dominate the planet? And why do we control everything? Because of our ability to communicate effectively. Because we can communicate effectively in large groups and therefore drive collaboration in large numbers. You can form organizations, countries, and various kinds of groups and associations that can drive various different narratives and agendas forward, that's what is helping us thrive and that's what is helping us stay on top of the food chain. That's what is helping us uh, be the dominant species. And that's a very important thing to acknowledge. 
there are good consequences there are bad consequences people can motivate other people in the wrong way by using their communication skills or people can motivate people in the right way by using their communication skills so it can be used in either ways again it's really dependent on how you use it but what's really important is your ability to communicate because if you can communicate effectively think about it you can alter someone's belief system by effectively communicating something to them you can drive people to do things by effectively communicating to them you can really uh, make an impact whether it is a commercial impact whether it is a emotional impact whether it is a impact in a, a personal relationship or in a professional relationship or in a business relationship you can drive impact by communicating effectively you can drive impact as a leader of a country as a leader of a group as a leader of a business or as a team member or as a professional or in any dimension you look at the one thing that helps you create maximum impact is your ability to communicate so how can you get better at that and why should you get better at that you should get get better at that because if, if you're good at something else but you're not good at communicating you will not be able to create the impact you need to create so you have to get better at communication so that your other skill you may be good let's say you're a scientist you're you're able to think of great ideas you're able to think of great solutions to problems but if you're not able to effectively communicate those solutions you may not get funding for your research you may not get uh, attention of the right people you may not be able to uh, galvanize the ecosystem to help get your idea out in the market right that's why you need effective communication in ir irrespective of who you are or what you do you have to be really really uh, good at communicating you can keep getting better at it but that's one skill that's really important the second skill i think that's important and equally important probably if not more important is your ability to remain open minded you know we all gather biases we all gather uh this whole baggage around uh, you know we we gather baggage as a result of our interactions with with the world at large right and knowingly or unknowingly we end up getting biased in in many different ways and that restricts our capabilities that restricts our potential that restricts what we can do as an individual as a professional right and how to remain open how do you continue to be available to what the universe brings to you how do you remain open minded is going to decide how quickly and how effectively you evolve right because if you if you if you kind of get biased or if you get closed about something it will impact your ability to progress right and that's evident in darwin's law right i mean it's not something that i'm saying it's something that darwin has said and something that 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 time has validated which is the fact that the species that survives in the long run is not the one that is the smartest or the most intelligent or the strongest it is the one that is the most adaptable to change right and that applies to us as human beings as a species as individuals as organizations as any group of people trying to achieve any objective you have to be open enough to embrace change you have to be open enough to be agile if the environment around you changes you adapt if the consequences change you adapt if the opportunities change you adapt and that adaptation could be in terms of upskilling yourself could be in terms of changing your mindsets could be in terms of could be in terms of rearranging your belief systems it could take any shape and form which is going to help you become better which is going to help you become more effective in driving value creation for yourself and for the uh, world that you impact right and that's why being open minded or being available for change 
is super important for individuals and organizations. And I think even Edward De Bona in one of his books says that long-term planning for organizations is dead. You cannot plan for the long-term because you don't know what the next quarter is going to bring to you. Of course, you need to have the vision and you need to have a long-term view of things and all of that. Very, very important. But you can't plan for the long-term because there is so much uncertainty. The world is very different where it is right now than where it was when we started having this conversation, right? Because there is just so much happening all around, right? New products are being built, new technologies are being invented, new processes are taking birth, new mindsets are being created, new ideas are being born, and everything is impacting the world as we know it, is impacting our experience knowingly or unknowingly, is impacting the way we interact with each other, it's impacting the way we interact with the world at large. So unless we are open enough to acknowledge this, we won't be able to make the most of it. And we will slowly start becoming redundant if we don't adapt to change. And that's very important. It sounds easy, but it's not. People don't like change. No one likes to change. They want to continue to do what they've been doing because it's working for them. There's something called as the comfort zone. It's okay, you know, I, I'm, I'm okay to not know how to use a computer. I'm okay to not know how to use a But Imagine someone who's, who never, you know, got to using a computer. What are they missing out on? Imagine someone who never got to use a mobile phone. What are they missing out on? You may argue that, hey, their life is less cluttered. They have less information deluge. You know, they have less uh, distractions. Sure, as long as it's a conscious call. If it's a call that you're making out of not wanting to exit your comfort zone, then those benefits are not going to be available to you. But if it's a call that you're making that, hey, I know how to use a phone, but I also know how to limit my usage of the phone you are in a much better situation that way because then you are knowingly, consciously taking a decision to do something and therefore you own the consequence of it and you are aware of what you are not doing. If I just don't know the mobile phone, I don't know what it's capable of doing for me. And when at some point in time I encounter a certain situation where someone else who knows how to use the mobile phone has an advantage over me in a certain situation, that's when I'm going to feel negatively impacted. That's when I'm going to feel inhibited. And that's when I feel, oh, I should have known how to use the phone. I should, I should have known, I should have learned how to use the phone. To avoid that kind of a dissonance, you need to learn and adapt. You may choose to control your usage. You may choose to not do certain things out of your own decision. You make that conscious choice, but not because you don't know how to do it. And there is a difference between these two. So we should avoid doing this. And we are very smart as human beings, right? It's something, it's something that I don't know how to do. You're going to pass it off saying that I don't want to do it, right? That's a very common syndrome in Paul. Sure. sure. That you, you don't know how to do it. So you're going to just, you know, take the easy exit and say, hey, I don't want to do it. That's the wrong choice to make. It's okay. I mean, we don't know. Nobody knows everything, right? We always, nobody will ever know enough. It's okay to acknowledge that. And it's okay to learn something. And it's okay to understand how it works. And it's okay to adapt to that change. And then take a conscious decision that, hey, I learned how this is. But I don't like to do it. Or I'm not going to do it. Or I don't want to do it. Sure. That's a choice that you have. You should have that choice. But not adapting or not, you know, changing with the changing times is really a, a, a big deterrent to any evolutionary or growth uh, process. As an individual, as a professional, as a part of the civilization of mankind, it's a deterrent. Right. I wanted to ask you this, you know, and uh, this is something which I think a lot of audiences and a lot of students will actually relate to. So when a student assesses his or herself, they'll say, there are some things that I like doing. There are some things that I've been told I should do because it can actually uh, get me a good salary, a good remuneration. And there might be something that I'm deeply passionate about. 
so there might be confusion as to which way they should go. So what I wanted to ask you is, is there a holistic perspective or a holistic view in which they can look at what they have and kind of bring it on in together? Absolutely. And that, that, that one I'm going to hit for a home run because I have a very well-defined answer for this question, right? The oh, answer okay. is really about uh, finding your Ikigai, right? There is this beautiful book called Ikigai, which talks about being at the intersection of four things. Something that you enjoy doing. Something that you get paid for. Something that the world needs. And something that you are good at. Can you repeat that? If you something mind. that you enjoy doing. Okay. Something that can pay you. Okay. Something that the world needs and something that you are good at. Okay. So sometimes what you may be good at need not be something that you enjoy doing. You, you may be good at mathematics, but you don't enjoy solving mathematical problems or whatever. But if you have to do it, you'll be great at it. But you may be good at, you may enjoy doing science, but you're not so good at science, but you want to just get better at it because you enjoy science, right? So there could be a difference between the two. So if you are able to be at the intersection of these four things, something you enjoy doing, something that can pay you, something that the world needs and something that uh, you are good at, then you really are at the right spot. Now it's easier said than done, of course, because in today's world, people don't end up getting that much clarity. Like I wouldn't know what the world needs, for example. I wouldn't know what, I may not even know what I'm really good at doing. I may not even know what I really enjoy doing, especially students, right? It takes time for them to discover what's their passion, what's their, what's something that gets them going, right? And it may take a little bit of introspection, a little bit of uh, self-inquiry, a little bit of uh, thinking around, a little bit of, you know, uh, speaking to, you know, people around you, your parents, your family, your friends, etc., to understand what is it that you really are good at? What is it that you really enjoy doing? In addition to, of course, you know, you yourself diving deep into your own mind and figuring out what's, sure. what's, sure. what's something that drives you. And sometimes it, it comes naturally to you and sometimes you have to find it, right? Either way, whichever way, you have to get to that point where you discover that because then you can build your world around that. That way, you take away the burden of working for money, okay? You don't have to work because you have to work. You work because you want to work. It's easier said than done again. But how do you get to that point where you are clear enough of what I enjoy doing? And what can I be paid for? I enjoy recording podcasts. Can I be paid for making recording podcasts? I have to find a way to monetize that. If that's something that I enjoy doing. I can start my own YouTube channel and I can start talking about things I'm passionate about, etc. And again, persistence, resilience will play a role. You put out your videos, nobody's, you know, you got zero views, you got, you know, whatever, two views, three views. You still have to persist. You have to keep churning out videos. So of course, it's going to take persistence, resilience, etc. But if you are passionate about it, you will stay in it and you will keep, you know, doing what you have to do. But how do you find that out? I would say in today's world, it's easier to find it than it ever was. It's easier okay. to find out what you're good at, what can you build a career out of, and what can you really do that gives you that joy of doing it. It's possible. But you have to find it. And you have to invest time, energy, mindset into doing that. And if you haven't found it yet, it's okay. Then you find a way to enjoy doing what you're already doing. That's another hack into being <laughs> more effective and more joyful and more more fulfilled in whatever you do but that's the other part of it so if you if you can find that and that's actually pointing to a bigger state of awareness where you really are so centered in your own existence that you enjoy doing whatever you do whatever life brings to you in this moment or in the next moment 
you're going to bring your full total awareness to it and you're going to enjoy it to the fullest that's other way that's the other way of existing right but until you get there until you get to those levels where you are in control of your of your uh, skill sets of your uh, uh, financial abilities of your career etc you got to work towards getting there and the only way to work towards getting there is being in this process of constantly trying to understand how do i connect these four things how do i get better at finding opportunities that fit my requirement right and there is no substitute for hard work you have to grind it out you have to really put in the hours you have to really and and, and the beauty of it is you you fall in love with that process you know because there is no such thing called as a destination i think all of us who played the game long enough know that then it's it's all about the journey there is no way to go it's about being it's about arriving into this moment with this clarity that life is happening here and now it's happening here and now there is no such thing called as the future and there is no such thing called as the past the past is gone and the future is a concept in your mind you are here and now and that's where you got to go all in this is where you have to bring in everything you got into this moment to to make it worthwhile for you right and that's something that you have to to arrive at that state you will go through a lot of grind right and for you as a student and if you are coming out of college you have to realize that i need to work hard yes but i need to find something that i'm so deeply passionate about that even if i have to work hard it doesn't feel like hard work like such an another loss to play cricket he goes out there and plays cricket like 18 hours in a day he said that in a couple of interviews that all i want to do is play cricket I wake up go out to the training ground play cricket that's it most successful footballers in the world today they play football because that gives them that adrenaline rush they enjoy doing it they're not doing it for the trophies or the or the massive salaries that they get or the life of a footballer or whatever some of the really good footballers are in it because they enjoy doing it they practice 18 hours they exercise they wake up at 5 in the morning they spend 2 hours in the gym they sweat it out in the sun run around the ground do a lot of what we can call hard work it doesn't seem like hard work to them because they are just having fun because they are doing what they enjoy doing and that's very important for people to find once you find that out then every day is a party every day is a holiday every day is a vacation because you are just so engrossed in it that you get to play cricket all day out you enjoy that's it and you get paid for it at the end of the day that's amazing right like you get to do what you want to do and you get paid for it so get to that level somehow or i went that level you know continuously persist so that you can get to that point where you you know work doesn't seem like work once you get to that magical point that's when things start becoming interesting and it takes a lot of hard work but don't give up on that that end state like how can i get to a state where i can make my every day fun this whole thinking that i will grind it out for 50 years and then enjoy retirement that concept doesn't exist it's an illusion or i will grind it out for 5 days and then i'll enjoy my weekends no that's not the way the world works in today's age and time because today there is no such thing called as work and life which are separate from each other we are here on a saturday having this beautiful conversation that's also work and it's also in some sense something we enjoy doing so it's it's kind of an intersection of work and play right so there is no such thing called as you know this is work this is life it's all intertwined and as long as you find work that can resonate with life then you are at that good spot and work towards getting better at those skills work towards getting better at what you enjoy doing work towards adding really mad skills in the area that you are passionate about then don't go short go all in i want to be the best cricketer in the world i want to be the best podcaster in the world i want to be the best teacher in the world i want to be the best musician in the world whatever it is that you pick or i want to be the best ceo in the world or i want to be the best 
uh, startup guy in the world. Whatever it is that you pick, once you pick it, go all in. Because only when you go all in do you reach that that zenith of realization that hey, now I'm floating. I I really am enjoying what I'm doing, and that should be your end game. Because once you get there, everything else, whether it is financial success, emotional success, uh, spiritual success, everything eventually takes care of itself. If you are able to arrive at that level of clarity, and I think that's what people should aspire for. I don't know if that answers your question. No, no, it 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 does. I mean, <clears throat> and I think uh, you shared uh, so much more content in terms of what students should be looking at. You know, being in the flow, being in the now is so important. It actually it reminded me of uh, a lovely phrase uh, from the movie Kung Fu Panda, which said, uh, "The past is history, the future is a mystery, but what you have now yeah. is a gift, and that's why it's called the present." Beautiful, yeah, and and it's a phrase that stuck with me because it's so beautiful. You it's know, and same like this, same same everything. Yes, yeah, and that's where. Since you quoted Kung Fu Panda, let me also quote Kung Fu Panda. Where Po, when you know, when he tries to find that secret ingredient, yeah, in that magical scroll, absolutely, and there is nothing in the scroll, yeah. and then he sees himself in the scroll, and he realizes the secret ingredient is you. You are the secret ingredient. There is no magic other than you yourself. And the moment you realize that, that you are the secret ingredient, then you, in some sense, you know. broken the matrix right you you, you come alive right? <laughs> right. right and that's when you you start wielding you know those amazing energies or or quote and quote magical powers that help you succeed in whatever it is that you're doing in your life right and even though we say it in a metaphorical philosophical manner if you have to logicalize it it really comes down to finding out what you what you really enjoy doing and then once you because i've i've also seen people who know they're good at something like you know i've seen people who are good at painting or they're good at something and and they just don't pursue it you know they're good at they they say well, I'm, i i like singing or i like but they just don't do it they just don't pursue it because why do they not pursue it because they never prioritize it because they are always lost because they are not in the present the more you stay in the present the more you will discover that you have more time than what you think the more you don't stay in the present you will always be short of time okay so the more you are in the present you have better visibility of what's out there and that gives you the ability to prioritize and pick what is really important versus pick what is not important sometimes people spend endless amount of time scrolling on their instagram reels or whatever and i keep hearing about this from from multiple people right and and you spend hours doing that right sure sure and 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 you realize that hey can i take those 2 hours back and do something else with it you want to do that you say hey i want to take those 2 hours back and sometimes scrolling in instagram reel could be enlightening and that's fine as well again nothing against or for anything sure but it's about being conscious of the choices that you're making so that you know that this is what i want to do and i'm doing that you don't end up in any kind of regret that i spent those 2 hours doing something which i regret i want those 2 hours back if you have that thought it means you did not do justice to those 2 hours you could have done justice to it if you would have set the priorities right and if you would have been more available to the present to decide what's the right thing to do with your time at a given point in time and even though as i said you know in an attempt to logicalize it even though this sounds philosophical it is extremely logical because as as human beings at at every point in time you're just making choices right you're choosing to do something and when you choose to do something you are also choosing to not do certain other things so there is an opportunity cost to every decision that you make and sometimes that opportunity cost is so high that you end up making a wrong decision and you regret that later on so how do you ensure that you minimize your opportunity cost and that power comes to you 
once you are clear about what where you are headed in your professional life or in your personal life and that comes back to what skill sets you are building and how you are pursuing what you enjoy doing and how you are monetizing what you enjoy doing because today's agent time financial freedom is very very important you cannot say you know if you say that hey money is not important no money is extremely important and you only realize that money is not everything only when you have enough of it mm. okay and that's when you realize that it is not everything so solve for it it's not to run away from it saying that hey I, it's not about money it's about if you're clear enough about that that's also fine if you feel that and again money has different paradigms and i want to talk about money a little bit because it's an important part of a career decision for people as well right what's a high paying job versus what's not a high paying job etc oh, so no. money is a very important variable in career decision making in skill set building but you have to understand what role does money play and how you want to go about solving for money okay you can go about solving for money in multiple ways plus money means different things to different people how much is how much money is enough money for you is very different from what it is for somebody else and that may have many other variables driving it right like what are you going to do with that money or is it just a a mad ambition like there are these billionaires who just keep generating millions and billions of dollars and and they're not sure of what they're going to do with it they just enjoy the process of making money that's another trap by the way right you're catching you're you're getting caught in another pattern which is putting you on a path of making more and more money without really converting that money into happiness converting that money into fulfillment converting that money into satisfaction if you are not able to do that then you are in another trap which is not very different from somebody else who is in a trap where they are not able to earn enough money they are also in a different trap so these are all different traps so you need to know how much money is necessary and how are you going to convert money into happiness satisfaction and fulfillment at peace and once you discover that then you will know what is the right amount of money that you need to earn versus the right amount of skill building that you need to do versus the right amount of investment of your time and energy into different priorities of your life that you need to focus on and all of that has to be taken into consideration when you make decisions around what field i should go into what uh, education i should go into should i do a post graduation should i take up a special course should i take up an online learning course etc because today the, there are there is enough diversity the kind of learning avenues that you have but it's really important that you ask the right questions because the answers are all out there if you don't have the right questions then the answers are going to feel like an information overload for you but if you have the right questions then you're going to be able to find the needle in that haystack and you're going to be able to figure out that hey this is what i want if you know what you want it's out there for the taking the question is do you know what you want and i i would say you ponder more on that question rather than getting consumed by the diversity of what is out there you ponder more on figuring out what do you want from life what do you really want to do because the answers are out there if i'm very sure of what i want to do i arrive at that clarity half of the problem is solved then you will automatically know what to do because then there is enough and more out there in the ecosystem to help you with it so focus more on the problem and try to solve the fundamental problem of figuring out what you want to do and what gets you going and what really gives you the the joy of being alive and everything else kind of takes care of itself davan what you shared is truly invaluable and i think it's all pervasive it applies to students across different yeah. uh, contexts and backgrounds so i just want to say thank you for making time to be here and talking to us on this subject it's been really amazing thanks amit this fun having this conversation thank you thank you i really enjoyed today's session i'm feeling kind of charged up and i hope you are too to keep getting awesome content like this subscribe to our channel on youtube follow us on google podcast apple podcast and spotify our handle is the zista podcast 
We're going to keep coming back with engaging content, content that adds value to you. Till we meet next, we'd say stay curious.